Hey guys, this is Pastor Tim, and you're listening to the Hillside Podcast. What's up, guys? It's TJ with Hillside Church, and welcome to the Sermon Recap of the Week with our series, We Are the Church. And the very first uh, sermon of this series was The Glorious Church. I'm here with Pastor Tim. How's it going, Pastor Tim? Not too bad. Awesome, awesome. So let's just, we'll just dive right into this. This week, uh, we, we dove into our series, We Are the Church, and we talked about uh, the glorious church. And you talked about how Paul called it a glorious church. And would you just let us know, I guess, why Paul calls it a glorious church and, and what are some of the main elements of that? Well, it's broken into basically four messages uh, the, uh, where Paul talks about the glorious church. And, the re- and so I've just come up with like four reasons why I believe that it is a glorious church. Um, one is because of the message. The other is because of the master who is Christ. Uh, one, because of the ministry. And then, uh, and then number four would be the future. Awesome. And so, uh, yeah, so that's what we, we started talking about the message uh, this week. Okay, let's just dive into uh, the message part of that. So the first point that you talked about this Sunday was the message of power to the week. Let's dive into that one. Well, actually, that was deeper in there, but uh, <laughs> the first one was it is a glorious church because... I got that wrong. Okay, That's yeah, my the fault. message of hope. Yes, so let's do that then. Let's dive into the message of hope. That's fine. We can go with hope first. I'm not opposed to that since <laughs> that is the proper order. <laughs> it is our first podcast, so there will be a few hiccups along the way. We thank you for coming on this roller coaster ride with us. So Pastor Tim, let's dive into that. The message of hope to the discouraged. Yeah, well, TJ, uh, or um, Jesus quoted uh, in Luke chapter 14, verse 18, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to recover sight to the blind, and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Now, Jesus also said that, uh, that we would have tribulation, that we would have troubles in our life, but uh, not to be uh, troubled over those things because, uh, and to be of good cheer because he's overcome the world. So we have this message of great hope that though we are a part of this world, we're in this world, we have this great high hope that is in, and blessed hope that is in Jesus that uh, gives us hope that he heals the brokenhearted, that he sets the captives free, that he, uh, that, that he gives a sight to the blind, and that he sets at liberty those who are oppressed. Those are the things that Jesus does in us and through us. Uh, and so we talked a little bit about that and just how God functions in those areas, and Jesus gives us the power to function through those areas. Awesome. And so the next point that we talked about Sunday morning uh, was the message of comfort to the trouble. Let's just uh, let the listeners know a bit about what you were thinking behind that and why uh, that's a piece of why it is a glorious church. All right. Uh, well, uh, Hebrews chapter 4, 15 and 16 says, uh, For we do not have a high priest who is not uh, sympathetic with our weaknesses, but in all ways, uh, in all points, were, was tempted as we are tempted, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly through the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. We should not be afraid. 
at, at any time to go before uh, to go before God. Uh, he has been there. He's done that, and he didn't sin. And so one of the, the, the great things about the comfort and the grace and mercy of God is that, it, uh, that at this time, it's not endless. Now, the love of God never ends, but the mercy of God will and the grace of God will come to an end, but not right now. Right now, we're in, a disp- we're in what, what, what we would call the dispensation of grace. And so we have the comfort and the grace of God in our lives. It strengthens us. It helps us through times of trouble. And so we just, uh, so, um, and, and he lifts us up from the miry clay and places our feet on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. And so those are just some of the things that we're able to share with our friends, with those that are around us, that it is such a great comfort to know that God sympathizes with our weaknesses and sympathizes that we get tempted. Um, and that, but he was without sin. He demonstrates to us how we can overcome those areas. Awesome. Perfect. And the next point in your message was the message of the healing to the sick. Oh, absolutely. This is one of the things that I think uh, we oftentimes uh, in the church uh, oversee or overlook. Uh, it's one of those things that a few people get healed. I, I have a, a saying that I say, uh, and I said it uh, Sunday, was um, that uh, everyone can get saved uh, and uh, some get filled with the Holy Spirit and a few get healed. Uh, And that's how we kind of live out the church life. When the truth is, for Jesus, it was all, all, all. And so, uh, and so, and he uh, tells us in the book of Acts, he tells us throughout the, the New Testament that we can have, uh, and we can do greater things than he did. Um, he was bruised for our, uh, for our iniquities. Uh, he was wounded for our transgressions. The chastisement of, uh, uh, of our peace is upon him. And by his stripes we were healed. Oftentimes we think that he heals our wounds. He, 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 he heals our iniquities. Uh, that he covers us and gives us peace. But we don't receive the healing of the power of God into our lives. So it's important for us to look past just the, 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 the beginnings and really delve into that God wants to heal the sick. Awesome. Awesome. So the next point on your sermon Sunday morning was the message of power to the weak. Let's just, uh, let's just settle here on this point for just a minute and, and let you talk about uh, what the thought process was behind that and, and, and what you saw with that. Well, even before Jesus ascended, when he was here, uh, when he was raised, when he was raised from the dead, and he walked on the earth for forty days and, and t- spoke to the disciples, his biggest thing was that that they will receive power in Acts chapter one verse eight. That they shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon them, uh, so that they might be witnesses of Jesus in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And then, uh, and then in Ephesians, Paul talks about that he would he would hope that uh, and and he recognized that the that the Holy Spirit was the guarantee of our inheritance, and that God delivers us in Psalms, so many places in Psalms, um, and um, and so I, what I really wanted to talk about is that that there was the power to overcome the weak moments in our lives, the things that uh, that 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 God get, didn't leave us here. 
without the power to fulfill his word in our lives. He gives us that power. Uh, and though we are tempted at times, uh, again, like we talked about before, he was, uh, he was tempted in, in, in just as every way we were, but then he overcame those and he's helped us through the power of the Holy Spirit to do that. One of the comments that I made is I said that the more we walk away from the temptation, the easier it is to, uh, for us, for it to become something that we stay away from. And so the, the more that you discipline yourself and the more you allow the power of the Holy Spirit to keep you from the areas of temptation in your life, the stronger you get to where you don't return to those areas. Now I know the devil's like a roaring lion and he can always bring things back around. And that's why we need to stay prayed up, stay in the word and stay in the things of God uh, and, and empowered by the Holy Spirit. But, but we are not left alone here. God did not go and, and, and Jesus did not go and sit down at the right hand of the Father and not leave us without a greater power than ever before. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so the last point of your message Sunday morning uh, was the message of deliverance to the sinner and, and how that makes it a glorious church. Um, go ahead and just and just talk about this for a moment for those who may be listening to this podcast to who are or are not familiar with, with what this message entails. Well, you know, in John chapter 8, verse 36, uh, 36, it says, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you are free indeed. And in Galatians 5, 1, it says, Steadfast there, or stand, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again in the yoke of bondage. Jesus wants to deliver us from the sins of our life. Uh, whether we're whether we're new in the church, whether we've just gotten into the church, or whether we've been here for a while, God doesn't want us to walk around in the in the things that are sin in our lives, and so therefore He gives us the liberty and the freedom to be set free from that through the power of the Holy Spirit, through His Word. He has set us free; is guaranteed that we are set free, and we can. And so we no longer have to walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit of God that now dwells in us. Uh, the, the very guarantee uh, 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 of the presence of God in us is the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so we can walk in that power. And so that is probably, uh, th those. these are some of the things that uh, I believe make the message of the church today glorious. Can we live without spot or wrinkle? Uh, not without Christ. Uh, we need Christ in our lives in order to walk that way. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And so as we study, we are the church. And now, now we see what the message of the church is today. What are some, some thoughts or some practical ways we as a church or as Christians can walk out what we've heard today? Well, you know, uh, one of the things that I, it's, is a sad thing within the church today is that more and more people keep saying, oh, you don't have to be in church. You don't have to be in church. And, and it's true. I mean, you don't have to be in church. To, to study the word on your own or any of those things. But, but the Bible clearly says to not forsake the assembling together because there's something that is gained in fellowship with people that are like-minded to you. And even there is something to be gained for people where maybe uh, you're still seeking, maybe you're still wondering uh, if this is really for you. You need to get with a group of people that are not speculating 
on how to live for Christ, but you need to find a solid group of people that are going to help you live out the truths of the Word of God in your life. Um, and it's so important to build a group of people around you, and the best place to find that is in His church, because His church is the body of Christ. There's, uh, and if you say, well, I don't like church, then you're saying that you don't like the body of Christ. And, uh, and that's to me is, is, uh, is a thought that we need to get out of the, out of the, uh, of, of the believer's mind is that, Hey, yeah, it's a struggle. Cause I don't always like how my arms acting or my, how my, you know, my back is hurting me. You know, I don't always like in my own physical body. I don't always like parts of me and the way they're, they, they feel. And so sometimes when we get in the body of Christ, we don't always like the way it feels, but we really have to work together because we are built on a foundation and we're fitted together. And God has fitted us together to do a great work within our communities, within our nation and around the world to, to teach the gospel, to spread the gospel and teach the truth of what we have. Amen. Well, there it is uh, for the very first week of We Are the Church, uh, the glorious church because of the message, the message of hope to the discouraged, the message of comfort to the troubled, the message of healing to the sick, and the message of power to the weak, and of course, the message of deliverance to the sinner. Thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of Hillside Podcast. Have a blessed day. See you next time.